We don't want to wait. Uh, we don't want to wait. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. And uh, got a couple of uh, sad announcements right at the top of the show. Uh, first off, we're going to have to wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want to, but we're going to have to. Uh, podcasts are uh, really comforting to people, and I and I'm sure you know there's maybe at least one person out there is just like, well, at least I got Robin and Steph coming to me every week talking to me about Gilmore Girls to, you know, cheer me up or make me think about other things other than you know reality right now. But uh, gotta say it's been really tough uh, preparing for the show this week. On my part, and you know, it does take a lot of time to not only prepare, but then, you know, then we uh, then we end up having to talk about the show for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to edit. Then we have to edit. Put it yeah. up, and uh, me personally, I have a couple of young kids, so it's like you know, work work usually ends, and then you know, everybody's relaxing at night, but. As it's turned out, I'm working and my my wife is homeschooling during the day. So when I come home and I say, well, got to go talk about Gilmore Girls. Uh, I, I, it doesn't I, go over very well. <laughs> no, it went over It went over fine tonight when I made the promise that, you know, uh, I'm going to put the podcast on hiatus until, uh, th- I mean, until A, this goddamn virus goes away and or, or it's manageable and everybody's getting, you know, immunizations and everything's okay again. Life gets back to normal. Kid, at least kids go back to school. That that that'd be one big thing, um, or you know, we we figure this all out and we just everybody we just change our lives and and we're able to live in a different way. Um, where taking on a podcast as like an extra fun thing is uh, is easier easier to manage. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we're. I was hoping to at least finish off the season. I was like, oh, maybe I can just hang on another couple of weeks, but. I'm telling you, it was so hard this week, Steph. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it was yeah, for well, you. Yeah, <laughs> well, at, at least people can get caught up because, you know, like Matt said that he, he can't keep up. We're going so fast. So maybe maybe people can catch up. There you go. And honestly, you know, if I wanted to chillax and kick back and, and just watch a nice show while the apocalypse is, ha- ha- you know – <laughs> happening outside the window, I would probably just wouldn't mind kicking back and watching some Gilmore Girls. Um, yeah, but not these episodes because these episodes are pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, they are I pretty didn't heavy. Think these episodes were these were not fun. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's like uh, like the world is falling apart, and so are Richard and Emily. No, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can't have just. I don't know. Emily is just losing it. She's uh-huh. losing it. Don't I, like it. Don't I like mean, it one bit. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about my life, and then I watch an episode where both Rory and Lorelai have a nervous breakdown at the same time. With, <laughs> and I'm just like, I feel you, I feel you, girl. Yeah. Um, also, I think before we get started in the episodes, we do want to do a little, you know, a sad update from last week's episode, and that uh, Sadie, our, our third pod host, has, has left us, and we love her, and uh, and I, and I love you, Steph, and I'm really sorry. That that had happened. And, Thank uh, you so much. I, I'm really, you know, everybody's probably was probably concerned about that. So yeah, yeah, they were probably waiting on to hear 
But yeah, she didn't get to come home from the vet, mm. and I was—I couldn't believe it. I was just distraught, and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to have to, I guess, start exercising and get in shape. Yeah, yeah, that, that was <laughs> your to pl- give myself something to do. I know, like I—I've never owned a dog um, past like my college years. I've always wanted to have a dog, but I live in such like cramped quarters that it's been hard to do that. But like, you know, I, you know, you you hear from people like, oh, you just go out and get another dog. But it's like, that's a family member. You just like, don't go get another yeah. child if your child dies. <laughs> you know? Yes. She was, I mean, she was like a toddler. Like yeah. I knew what was going on in her mind and she could under, you know, you just communicate like she's a kid, like she's mm-hmm. a baby. So and if yeah, that garage door opened, I don't think my, we would know about that too. Uh, I know. And like when my <laughs> husband, like aggravates me and wrestles with me and the dog is not barking at us we just don't we, what we just it's just not right that's true that's true <laughs> yeah she just you know if he touches me she would bark <laughs> <laughs> and yeah any engine any motor that you know the vacuum cleaner is in here so she would stay away mm. she does not like the vacuum cleaner anyway enough about sadie she was a great dog Right. She will be missed. She yeah. not can't replace her. <sighs> all and right. all the barking. She's a barking potato. Bar, it, it was a meme. A, <laughs> owning a corgi is like owning a potato that barks at the wind. <laughs> 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 okay, let's talk about these episodes of Gilmore Girls. Yes, let's travel back in time 16 years ago. And just like the world was just this wonderful, beautiful place that nothing bad ever happened. I mean, three years after 9-11, yeah, sure. No big whoop. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah, because I mean, that's what this feels like. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Hmm. It feels like that. It feels like very solemn and nobody knows what's going to happen. And it's just weird. It's weird. It is weird. Um, okay. All right. Nag Hamadi. Nag Hamadi is where they found the Gnostic Gospels. Uh, a- an episode title that I think I predicted last week would probably have nothing to do with anything. Um, and I'm uh-huh. pretty sure I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Some random line that was in here. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, I wrote, it, I wrote it down when the reference came up. Do you remember? Yeah, it's when they're at the... Uh, well, what is it called? It's that dinner, the charity dinner for, uh, you know, rare manuscripts. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> right. It's the it's the rare manuscript charity dinner when the speaker stands up and he makes a joke. Oh, yes, right. And Jason Jason laughs like, oh, ha, ha, I know exactly what he's talking about. And Lorelai's like, what is he talking about? Rory, what's he talking about? I don't know. You go to Yale and you don't know what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote down... That's what it was. Hey, he said Nakamati, and then I wrote down, no one in this room has any idea what, what the crazy man is talk, talking about. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe the episode title is a joke on us. Like, do you know what we're talking about? Nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's just push through these episodes as easy as we can. These are these ones, are, This one, I think this one's pretty light, right? Yeah. Yeah, this one is. Mm-hmm. This one's fun. Um, oh yeah! Oh, this okay. is where Lorelai broke the window. She broke the window while she was trying to shut it the night before, and so she wakes up and it's cold in the house, and right. she thinks Rory's on the couch, and she sits on her, and then Rory comes out of her bedroom and scares her to death. <laughs> I thought it was Jess at first. Like Jess got invited in to sleep on the couch, and uh, Lorelai didn't know it. 
Um, yeah, we have a stranger in the house. It's either uh, Robert Downey Jr. or a murderer. Now, that's a reference that goes back before Iron Man, doesn't it? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, could have broken like, into your was, house and fallen asleep, passed out. Yeah, who was thinking about Robert Downey Jr. at this time? <laughs> right. Well, this was back before he, you know, his uh, career uh, recovery, you know, and he's still mm, known This was as, back uh, when he was a bad boy. Bad boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't realize the whole broken window thing. I did, or I wasn't paying enough attention. So when she sat down by the open stove drinking coffee, I was like, "Oh, she must be up behind on the heating bill and just passing it off." Like, "Oh, what a cold morning!" <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. also, I love that Lorelai says that Jess could do a convincing Adrian, which is you yep, know, which is was before Rocky Balboa. Two, yeah, two years before Rocky Balboa. Right. <laughs> And and so she's talking about how she can't get she because Rory wants her to call somebody or a repair person to fix the window. She can't do that because Luke will lecture her right about paying somebody to do something. And see, I, this goes back. This goes to what comes up later on about he makes people depend on him, and then he just sets them up mm-hmm. to so he can lecture them. So he can. Is this a conscious thing that Luke does? You think? I don't think it is. I think it's something. It's like a habit he falls into. But I don't think he's actually yeah. aware of it. You know, much, much, much no. more than just calling attention to it. But I don't know. I don't think he means to do yeah. it. No. It's, yeah. It's just something he's fell into. All right. So the fire festival is in uh, uh, Star Hollow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, it's the firelight festival. Uh, yes, it's trying to. Oh. <laughs> Firelight fest. That's all. It's you know. It's always some kind of festival. Who knows? Right. Uh, uh, Jess is trying to get his car out of town. Ta- what he's, he's trying to get his car to the other side of town so Gypsy can look at it. She won't walk over to it. Right. And uh, she, he finds out she, he needs a carburetor. And then he looks over. He thinks he sees Rory from behind, but it's oh. not her. And, and Gypsy says, "It's not her." <laughs> she cut her hair. And he tries to act like, "Oh, I," you know. It wasn't, you know, he's trying to act like he didn't, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Right, right. Um, We have this whole thing about Kirk and the walkie-talkie and the over. I I was, throughout these episodes, actually, strangely, I was like, where's Taylor? Was this actor committed to something else during this time? Because, you know, Kirk really steps up uh, in these uh, couple episodes. I mean, at least in this one. Wow. Yeah, it's like things? Taylor is in almost every episode. Yeah. And he's not here. It's like his, it's very obvious he's not here. Right. Oh, uh, this is like the first time also that I noticed, you know, and I might be wrong, but I, this is the first time I've, I've observed that there's a festival going on and the preparation for a festival is going on over the course of a couple episodes rather than just one episode. <laughs> like they were, oh. they mentioned the Firelight Festival in the last episode and now we're setting up for the Firelight Festival. Huh. So. Oh, and the other note I had for this is tow trucks are are expensive. <laughs> so. Oh heck yeah! I, I, I know. I, would I was agree. like eighty bucks. That's a bargain. <laughs> I just had to push it like across the WB lot. I'm I I'd probably push it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, back uh, back to the house. Broken window being repaired. I my only Barbie uh, band aids. Yeah. Too broke to buy tape. I was like, are they trying to tell us that they're too broke to buy tape? Or it, this this could also be just a Lorelei thing. Like, whatever. Just let's use Band-Aids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lorelai tells uh, uh, Lane that she's going to be going down Elm Street that day. Oh, that's a good street. 
you know, like, hint, hint, if you want me to tell your mother anything, I will. Right. You know, she misses you. How do you know? What's a mom thing? I know. I know these, you know, we know. I know how she feels. <laughs> and then Emily calls Lorelai, and she's panicking because she can't fill her table. The last person that didn't fill their table became a social pariah. Yeah. Strangely enough, that person's name is Loretta Bobbin. <laughs> Sounds awful close to Lorena. I, oh, really? I was going to say it sounded but, awful yeah, close to Lorena re- Bobbitt. <laughs> yeah, it did remind me of that name. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Emily, uh, Laurel, I don't wear those uh, hose with the stripes down the back. You look like 10 cents a dance. <laughs> Richard, I need a gimlet. She really steps up the uh, wardrobe criticism these few episodes. It's like, wow, ease up, Emily. Um, yeah. But of course, she is she's, pretty bitter these episodes. She's right. She's even more like shrill and frantic and yeah. high strung in these episodes. Uh, some girl crushing on Luke made our, made out with Luke under the bleachers is at the, at the diner. I guess these are some old. Uh, Carrie. Oh, yeah. she calls Luke Butch. Butch, that's right. Butch. Yeah, this is the person that Liz is staying with for the class reunion and says that Butch made out with her under the bleachers, but he does not remember this. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, and uh, Liz takes out her, her earrings. She's selling them on the counter, and he doesn't like that. He was like, no, people come here to eat. And then Miss Patty and Kirk both go crazy over these earrings and start almost fighting all over them. Yeah, this is a this is a weird thing where he's just like, "Hey, you know, you're going to be depressed if they don't buy your earrings. So why set yourself up for that or something like that?" And then they go ahead and buy her earrings. It's like, <laughs> like Lou, come on, just you know. Yeah, it's like it's. I, I guess Liz. It sounds like she's like bipolar or something. Hmm. It's like, oh, you get your hopes up, and then then you're depressed. Right. I don't know. He's just making excuses or or something. Yeah, Rory goes to Weston's bakery and she turns like there's a there's blah, there's just this reveal of Jess over in the corner. Mm-hmm. He's reading his book. He just jumps up and he's like, "I'm leaving." Yep, <laughs> just runs out. And she's like, oh, "God." There's oh, a- and then Lorelai. She's yeah, mistaken uh, identity. <laughs> yes, Lorelai thinks she's going after Luke in his truck, but it's Liz. Mm-hmm. So Lorelai and Liz meet, and and Liz is like, "Oh, the wife? No, no, no! I'm the customer and the friend." You look like his type, though. That's what she says. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna happen this season. Come on!" You think uh, so? This season, it's season four happen. will Come be on, the big season. Fourth season. Let's do it. All right, we gotta like take a little plunge. In. You know, it's gonna be the last episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Liz uh, goes on and on about how Luke is her hero. He he's always she screws up things and he fixes it. And then they fight. Yeah, she screws up, they fight, and Luke fixes it. I was like, I wonder if Lorelai thinks this sounds familiar to her. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of thing that she does with Luke. Um, I love that uh, she says that Luke is her hero, and um, and Lorelai says he's one of the good ones. Maybe the good one. Mm. It's gonna happen. Well, if Lorelai will admit it to herself. Uh, she said it out loud. She's just got to say it a few more times this season. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So 
one of my favorite places in the world, Babette's house. Uh, we finally get back to her Babette's little house. I mean, Maury's not there, unfortunately. But oh gosh, uh, the, of course the the Lorelai and Rory are both there to use her for heat. Uh, but <laughs> and then we talk about they talk about Kirk getting stranded up a tree. Uh, and it took the fire department and two cans of tuna to get him down. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> it is funny, but. Um, and then the topic of Jess comes up and Babette calls him that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, he stole her garden gnome. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rory talks about how uh, that she saw him and he, he uh, walked out in a huff. And she was like, I should be the one mad. This is yeah. my town. I should be walking out in a huff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we. Oh, go- then Liz. Liz is going through the 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 diner and picking up food like bread and steaks and pies <laughs> to take upstairs. She's going to feed her men. Yes. And TJ. Okay, we meet TJ. It's a Deloise. Okay. Oh, it, is it? It's not the one from. Uh, it's not the one from Twenty One Jump Street, but it's a, it's it's one of the other brothers. It's one of Dom's. Oh, kids. okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, they all they, uh, all, they, they all have that TJ. kind of like lovable dopey talk to them. They you know, it's uh, he is so he's so over the top. I can't stand TJ. Oh, you don't like TJ. I never liked P- TJ. But really, in this episode, he's very sweet. He's very good yeah. with Liz. He's very good for Liz. And you know, you're on his side because Luke is so against him. <laughs> I know Luke, over he's over the top. It's just like he's immediately trying to like to to fix this situation. We got to get ri- we got to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Got to save Liz Jess. from this doofus. I do love that TJ says about Jess that if he was a girl, he wouldn't throw Jess out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's uh, that's a little wrong, TJ. <laughs> uh, Thomas Jefferson, of course. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I like you know uh, Luke. Guess guess what TJ stands for? Uh, I don't know. And then when uh, Jess comes in, guess what TJ stands for? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I want to be like Jess. Just say no. So here is when Luke gets yelled at by Jess. And I thought this was great. Um, and, and just, I don't know. Again, just uh, really kind of like a-hole-ish to, for Jess to say this. Um and uh, and then you know like because it's just like f- make you're a pain in the ass and when it doesn't work you can play the martyr and then he ends it up with uh, finishes up with uh, fix your own life and leave everyone else to hell alone <laughs> which I swear I could send that as like a retweet <laughs> so many people like are just so judgmental of other people and it's just like yeah concentrate on yourself and leave everybody the hell. Everyone else to hell alone. So, yeah, I mean, it's good that he points this out to Luke. It's really harsh, but unfortunately, Luke doesn't see that he's it, where it's coming from. You know, he really takes mm-hmm. he takes it hard. Um, after we have a uh, a Jess and Rory run in um, at the bookstore. another one, she goes in. Yeah, she goes in the bookstore, and he's sitting there eating. He jumps up and runs out. I mean, if you're going to avoid Jess, you don't go to the bookstore. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, yeah, Luke gets drunk and tries to, uh, fix, uh, the, uh, the window by sneaking in Lorelai's, uh, be- second floor bedroom window. Uh, that falls out is- of the tree. And then he says, Oh, sorry about the lamp. 
So he broke a lamp. Like I thought, oh, this is going to be good. He's drunk. We're going to get some honesty here. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, well, I was saying I, I I did finish up this scene and wrote this note. I was I was really glad that um we didn't get like a real cringy scene where like Luke tries to hit on her. Really gross, you know. Uh, yeah, because that that sometimes happens when people get drunk. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking he's he's going to be honest. Like, let's yeah. finally open up and be honest. Yeah. But nope. But we did get uh, got a handful of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> when she fixed his hand. But yeah, I'm uh, glad Lorelai tells me. Like, Jess is just an angry kid. You know, he doesn't he doesn't mean mm-hmm. what it, half of what he says. But then she goes. I just love that she just goes right out at Jess. You've been here less than 24 hours, and I already want to kill you. <laughs> Are you so mad at the entire world said, that you oh, don't this, care who you hurt? Yeah, she's, he's like, this is about Rory. No, it's not about Rory. <laughs> Rory's speaking fine. of, she's over you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like she can't take her own advice. Like Jess is an angry kid, so I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go yell at him. <laughs> but of course, this would probably be if the shoe was on the other foot. I think, I think the same thing would happen. Like if Jess really upset. Lorelai, or especially Rory, Luke would go at him after oh, after advising them that he doesn't mean it, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the charity dinner, uh, they brought mm-hmm. Rory, which disappoints Emily <laughs> because they need more men. Don't you know any men? Don't yeah. you know any men? The board secretaries, they're dull girls like two rolling pins. <laughs> Emily – Gets off this great insult, which is, it's not your looks that are keeping them away. <laughs> oh. Because it's just her her personality. Yeah, Marjorie and Shauna. Yeah, she, yeah, uh, yeah, Emily directs Lorelai and Jason to pretend like they're a couple. And, yep. and then she's like, oh, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get TJ invites oh yeah TJ invites uh, Luke to come out to the fire whatever party festival. It the looks fire like, festival. No, thank you. Say it's you. the fire festival. It's fire. Okay. <laughs> it looks like I, I've seen five thousand of these, and yeah. TJ's like, "Well, you know, we're leaving after the festival. Come out and say goodbye." Uh yeah, and then the charity speaker, yada yada yada. We already talked about this. Um. Jason's father walks by and they have oh, a Floyd, yes. very a very, you know, cold, non warm, non family like type conversation, a very serious business like conversation. And Lorelai's shocked to find out that's his father. Yeah. And then Richard, oh Floyd's here. What did he talk about? He didn't bring up business. Well, Obviously, he has an ulterior motive. He's got an agenda. What is he planning? So nothing really comes of that. It was it that just to rec- so we could recognize Floyd later when when he shows up. You know, hopefully not at so. lower line Jason's marriage, but uh, or something like that. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, uh, back to the fire festival. Uh, ja Rule is uh-huh. here. Uh, who? Ja Rule. What? Who's Ja Rule? You don't know who Ja Rule is? He's one of the. No? He's a. He's a very talented rapper. Um, who is one of the main financiers of Fire Festival? I, I don't. I mean, know it's just mean. like all my what Fire Festival. Jo- like everybody's laughing, but you. Oh, every fire time I've said festival. it, you're, you're like, man, whatever. Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't know what you're talking about. Fire. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay, the Fire Festival that w- was a big flop that yes. didn't happen. <laughs> anyway, now the joke has been staked and buried. <laughs> 
Uh, I will okay. say this is the best thing. This right here is the best thing the Troubadour has ever done on this show. I yeah, love, it was I good. love this song. I think this is a Grant Lee Buffalo song, Mona Lisa. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I was, was like, pretty. oh, God, I forgot I love this song. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's not he's not standing creepily five feet away. He's not putting. He's performing. He's just performing he's a song performing. at yeah. a festival. Uh-huh. Right. So, and and the song is great. So, um, best thing this, this troubadour has done on this show ever. Okay. Okay. But he's not troubadouring. He's just performing. He's just performing. So, he's not yeah. being in people's business. Right. Okay. So, Liz and who? Uh, who who cares? Crap. Who was it? Two other who women. Butch made out with somebody. Who was it that Butch made out with in high school? Crap. Carrie? Carrie. Carrie. Yes. Okay. So Carrie and uh, Liz and somebody else, they've been to, they're drunk. They've been to the reunion. <laughs> and Butch comes over. I mean, Luke comes over and they, they invite him to go to a concert. Sticks, Ario Speedwagon and Journey. And he's like, and. Eh. Not 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 a Journey fan. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but whatever. Well, uh, I think he just didn't want to have anything to do with you know. He's just being judgmental and creepy and yeah, a jerk, that's and that's true. Doesn't want to have anything to do with Carrie and Liz and her friends. So uh, TJ is very supportive of Liz and her business. He yep. built her a booth. Mm-hmm. That's very Luke like. He should he should see I mean the TJ is a complete doofus, but he he does have Luke qualities where, you know, he's supportive and you know, he builds things for the people that he, he loves. So mm-hmm. So Liz apologizes for not telling Luke that she was talking to Jess at the time and uh, then yeah. she's like Gary and it looks like who's Gary? Gary's TJ. <laughs> right. So that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that just makes up a name yeah. for herself. Uh, and she gives she gives Luke these earrings that are left over and said, "Give them to your wife or or Lorelai." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and so he says, "You know, go ahead." Oh no, uh, you, I didn't have anything more to say about that part. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. TJ, uh, you know, Luke's like, "Oh, TJ's okay by me." I heard you talking. You know, he's oh he, yeah, he's fine. Oh, so so Luke has decided that TJ is fine. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then he talks to TJ. He's like, yeah, you know, I've decided, you know, if y'all want to move to Stars Hollow, basically you have my blessing. And TJ's, yeah, uh, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, I didn't think we needed your permission. And Luke's just like, hey, you know, she's got a history with men, you know, but you're a good guy. And he's like, thanks. You're a dick. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Wow. You know, for, I was waiting. I was like, oh, God, please, TJ, don't like turn like dark and evil. So Luke is totally justified in his, his judgmental nonsense. And nope, he just he's just like, OK, OK. And yeah, I'm a person, too. And you're 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 a dick. <laughs> so <laughs> Justified. Uh, yeah. And uh, Lorelai comes over and uh, we have a lovely scene of Luke. Giving Liz's earrings to Lorelai in front of a fire. It's gonna happen. And she's and then he says, uh, uh, "Oh, uh, Liz wanted you to have the, have them." Like uh, she also said, "Or or your wife, whoever." And he doesn't mention that. So anyway, it's happening this season. Mm-hmm. Stupid coronavirus is gonna make us wait, but we're gonna get to it. I promise. 
so uh yeah so the car's fixed gypsy's through with the car and jess finds some money over the, the visor uh-huh. of the car yeah. and uh luke I'm assuming. oh we get to see yeah we get to see rory's idiot run yes <laughs> my town i leave first <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. So she was, yeah, so she says, you know, I've imagined a hundred different scenarios. You know, you left, you didn't say goodbye. So what do you have to say to me? And he says, I love you. And then he leaves. She also says that it's been a year since he left town. I don't think it's been a year. Like it was the end of yeah, the previous like season. Th- and this is like February. Mm-hmm. So it's been nearly uh, well, a year. Maybe she, maybe she meant like last year. So Jess tells right. her that she, he, he loves her. And uh, I just my my final note for that episode is he is definitely coming back. I mean it's it's gonna happen, you know. And you don't have to say anything. Yeah, just just like how when they kissed at the end of last season. Yeah. And he came back. Yeah, they're not. This can't. This this is just like a open. It's just open. It's got. They gotta have. They they don't have closure. Mm-hmm. He's got to come back. I can't remember if he does or not. <laughs> uh, the Incredible Shrinking, Lorelai's. You know, I have an idea. Let's Is just it go- shrinking? I thought it was shrinking. Oh, sinking? Sinking. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I wrote shrinking. <laughs> uh, I have an idea. What? We keep kind of uh, 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 talking over each other a little bit or, or jumping back and forth. How about... We kind of summarize the scene, and then you tell me what you thought about it, and then I tell you the stuff I thought about it, and then the next scene, I'll tell the scene, and then you tell me what you thought about it, and then I'll tell you what I thought about it. Yeah. We could try that. We could try. Sorry, folks. Okay. This is a work in progress and uh, for a podcast that's probably not coming back for several weeks. <laughs> yeah. That well, we're halfway through with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all uh, right. So you go first. Uh, the horses have arrived. And Lorelai has an unbridled passion for them. Oh. So the the inn the inn is up and running almost. They took their first reservation. Lorelai wrote it on gum paper. Go. What do you think about that scene? Uh, for one thing, uh, uh, <laughs> what about Stan? Did we forget about Stan? Stan was the first reservation. Are you saying the first living re- uh. reservation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first actual reservation that's going to happen. <laughs> Also, there's a there's a um, a reference to um, oh, don't worry, Rory. The, the your horse is not likely not going to lie down and stop moving like it did when she rode the pony uh, rode a pony as a kid, and you know that's the first part of that joke. And then mm-hmm. we find out in the next scene when Rory is returning Lorelai's call that uh, the the pony died, and every time she uses glue, she thinks of him. <laughs> <laughs> And okay, so uh, Lane has turned into uh, dorm mom, and yes, uh, and Paris is getting sick of Janet and his giant jock boyfriend, and Janet is getting sick of Paris because Paris is uh, just jealous. But Paris can't seem to say that there's no reason for her to be jealous because she's not actually alone. She's she is dating someone, mm-hmm. but she can't say it, right? And so Rory and Lorelai, they're just playing phone tag back and forth. They're just leaving messages for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lorelai misses Rory, That's really Rory's sad. call. Um, mm-hmm. Lorelai. Okay. 
the competing uh, answering machines, by the way, or voicemails, whatever you want to call it. Um, Lorelai's like, leave a cute message, you know, like cute, like puppies. Like I mentioned puppies, say something like puppies or whatever. And Rory's is just like, it's Rory. Talk, please. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> I like Rory's very simple. <laughs> to the point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rory, uh, gets a call from Dean and he's wondering if it's okay to work at the inn as a contractor and worried what she thinks about him. Cause, uh, she didn't show up at the wedding. She was there. She was watching. Um, and we find out that Dean is now working and also going to part time to school and he has a cell phone. He's and, got a five year plan. Yeah. And Rory is terrible at her job, by the way. So yeah, she's the cart. Swapper in the food hall? I don't know. But Glenn, yeah. one day, everybody's going to be sorry. <laughs> uh, that would not go over well in this day and age. <laughs> All right. Now it's your turn. <laughs> um, okay. So this is the scene where Lorelai and Jason are in bed or in his bedroom and he's on the phone mm-hmm. talking business. And she's on the phone talking business about Tal at the end. And uh, William Sapphire, he was Nixon's speechwriter oh. for your information. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. So they're like going back and forth. Oh, we're a business, you know, powerful business couple or whatever. <laughs> and then Emily calls Lorelai and she... Is like talking and putting her clothes on because I guess she feels so guilty that she's in her undies on the <laughs> yeah. phone with Emily. And uh, she tells her about Gran is coming back from Palm Beach and they're going to have a luncheon the next day. Yes. That uh, Gran wants to meet Jason. Get your hair cut. You look like the lady, the bird lady from Mary Poppins. Another solid burn from Emily. I love that one. Uh, that was my only note besides, oh, hello, lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason also Lorelai's hair. Up, <laughs> yeah, and Lorelai's hair is very long. Yes. It's very long and lush and beautiful. It's pretty. It looks very healthy. Because, you know, before, in the seasons before, I don't know. You it's could, very straight. When, when I saw that Lorelai has, that Lauren Graham has curly hair. Like I wasn't surprised. Yeah. At the the texture of Lorelai's hair, it's a little on the frizzy side. Hmm. As someone who has frizzy hair, <laughs> uh, so but her, but this season her hair is like really long, and really thick, really uh, healthy looking. Yeah. Once Lorelai uh, called attention to her hair, I was really kind of focused in on it uh, these last few episodes here. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, Lorelai is begging the salon for an appointment for her hair and, uh, then goes to the independence Inn, or I think she was on the phone or something. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Suki is so excited about those pipes. And then we, we start hearing about cash flow issues and Suki uh, hyperventilates. So, uh, Lorelai has, uh, got to talk to Tom who, you know, is really nice for somebody who is, <laughs> you know, dealing with this. Not getting paid. <laughs> Not getting paid. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, so Lorelai actually has to send uh, Suki out of the room in order for uh, for her to talk to Tom. And Tom says they they can work a little while longer, but then they got to shut down. And Lorelai offers a hug, <laughs> and, and 
Tom's like, nah, I'm kind of dirty. How about you wish, whistle at me in front of the guys? It'll drive them nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but he says it in that very dry way that yeah. he speaks. Yeah, he's not like, you know, grinning or anything like that. It's just kind of like, eh, here's something you could do for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so there's more arguments between Paris and Janet. And Lane is there and she's like, oh, you just, just tell her about Asher. And Paris is like, oh, wait, what? Mm. You know about Asher? Oh, no. Oh, there was one last thing I, I forgot to mention because Suki and Lorelai do talk more. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, what are they going to get rid of? And I was just like, the horses. What were you thinking yeah. about getting two brand, you know, two beautiful you know, horses that need so much upkeep? And like, are you a moron? <laughs> Like, yeah, the horses me? are a luxury. That is just like, oh, we have, have to be to just like that. Independence in, you know? We got to get the horse stables going, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, um, so, like, okay. So Paris goes to Rory and says, you know, it's time. Lane yeah. has got to go. And I've talked to Janet and I've talked to Tana and they agree, you know, you're voted out. You're out. Uh, you're outvoted. You know, it's time for Lane to go. Yeah, and uh, strangely enough, and, I thought uh, Paris well, was lying, honestly. Yeah, but what's funny, yeah, when Rory goes to uh, Janet and Tana, Janet's like, well, I would vote for Paris to be out, but she goes here. Like, we have yeah. to put up with yeah. Paris because she goes here. We don't you know, have to put up with Lane. So Lane knows she was listening. But Lane knows it's time. Yeah. Yeah, and she knows it's time for her to go. And uh, I think it was mentioned that oh you know maybe you should, maybe you should go to Yale and I was just like yes please go to Yale Lane. <laughs> uh, but this little sweet scene between Rory and uh, Lane about how they were going to live in a house made of cheese or chocolate or Brillo pads and that was just because I made him laugh. And then she says, "Thanks for bringing Stars Hollow here." I'm like, Aww. and and I honestly, I, I my reaction is just like I know right you know I hate I hate how the school stuff feels so not a part of the show it just doesn't feel like gilmore girls you know i don't know yeah and in this episode it's like we know that lorelei rory are on the phone a lot because they're in two different places and this episode just plays that up plays into that how uh they're 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 so busy right now they're playing phone tag and they're emailing each other and they're just not they're not as close as they were. Right. Whose turn is it? Your turn. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's an emergency. Lorelai is at the beauty shop, and somebody needs to meet the delivery people at the end to get the sinks. And mm. her hair head's under a faucet, and Suki's busy with the baby, and she calls Michelle, and Michelle is busy at work. Uh, Celine Dion is there, and she's so beautiful, <laughs> and she's so nice. And uh, I gotta say, uh, the sinks are going back to Canada. Sorry. The, this this scene, like, I mean, f- until I was married, like, I would go and go to a salon and have my hair done, and I don't have. You know, I, I just have a guy's haircut. It's not like anything, but I get my haircut. But the thing I really look forward to is a good hair shampoo. Oh, so nice. Oh, oh my God. If I was a millionaire, I would just pay somebody to wash my hair every day and to, to you know, massage my scalp and scratch my scalp. Yeah, and yeah. that would just... Ugh. 
but then then I started dating my wife, and then I, we got married, and uh, so my it wasn't my, a priority anymore. <laughs> well, no, it's not that. It's that my mother in law is is a hairdresser, but it's like uh, I just go to her to get my hair cut. I'm not about to like. <laughs> it'll just be weird <laughs> to me. Yeah, just be like. I don't know. know. This feels icky. <laughs> I, tr- I tr- yeah. When uh, when my hairdresser is like really scratching my head, I'm like, I- don't make noises. Don't yeah, make noises. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, because I want to just be like, oh my god, this is so wonderful. <laughs> oh, don't stop. <laughs> Please keep going. <laughs> it does. It does. Oh gosh, it falls, know, feels like it. So that was my notes on the hair salon. Uh, so we we go to Suki's place and um, uh, she's overslept and feels bad, but um, just is kind of like you know, oh, we're, that's too bad, you know, about the whole thing. But Lorelai is really frustrated because she's calling on the people that she's supposed to be partners with, and uh, she can't even get a get time to get a get a haircut, you know, and go to the salon. Um. And uh, and Lorelai is uh, you know rightfully headed up to here with Suki and the baby. Of course, we didn't mention the uh, the long phone message that Lorelai had to wait through uh, to leave a message for Suki. <laughs> oh, the it's Jackson, it's Suki and Davy and <laughs> da, 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 yeah, yeah. And Suki, like, like, not everybody's excited about your baby as you are. Yeah, Suki. we love your baby, but you know uh, this is. Uh, I don't know. And so Suki like seems to have misunderstood what it is to be a partner with somebody in opening a business. She thinks that Lorelai was going to handle all this stuff and she was going to step in after the end opens and do her thing where it's like, mm-hmm. no, no, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. that's just wrong. I don't know. I, I, I it, it was like, what was it like last season when we had that episode where, um, they had they had a whole argument about um, whether or not Suki could handle any of this stuff, and uh, and you know Lorelai had to let Suki be a part of it, and now it's like Suki is totally letting down her part. <laughs> it's like I don't know, <laughs> uh, pretty pretty irritating that she would she would be like that to be like oh just take care of everything and then I'll I'll jump in and do my gourmet cook thing and get all the accolades after just uh, I don't like seeing mm-hmm. Suki with that uh, that attitude quite honestly. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, uh, unappreciative, uh, uh, entitled attitude or whatever. And also it's like, I have a baby. Like, yeah, you chose to have a baby during this. Like, sorry. Like, you you chose to have a baby because you figured you could – you thought you could – Yeah, you have a baby Uh, and you have responsibilities. Like, you didn't – you know, and I think Lorelai mentions like she committed to this before the baby even, you know, started. Yeah. before she even got pregnant. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, Lane Lane's back in Stars Hollow, and she asks Hooray. Luke if she sort can of. have her job back. Yep. Hello. Yeah. No, not yet. Oh. Okay. It's just me on my own here now. I'll let you know. Hey, we'll everybody. go. Sorry. Close that door. All right. So, <laughs> and then. Uh, yes. Oh crap. Rory didn't tell you. Uh oh. Can wait. you not hear me? Just came back. Just came back. Uh oh. Hello. Hey, is there a is there a lag now? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, good. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> she asked for a job back at Luke's. Yeah, and and Lane is like, "Oh, Lorelai, thanks." And Lorelai's like, "What? Oh, Rory didn't tell you." And then Rory calls, and oh, you've agreed to let Lane live with you. Right. 
and uh, I think the only thing I have as a note uh, for after that is, uh, yeah, Luke Lorelai asked Luke to have dinner that night, and Lorelai is wearing a, a red Bon Jovi hat because she couldn't get her hair done. Yeah, well, yeah, she was like she had to leave like in the middle of her appointment. I guess yeah, it was like all she had wet. to leave with her hair wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lane runs into Mrs. Kim and she calls her Mrs. Kim. Really, I didn't notice that. Yeah, she says hello, Lane. She says hello, Mrs. Kim, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, tells her to wear socks. <laughs> yeah, she's up saying it. Lorelai's wear socks. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a great joke. It was a two word like just the. The rhythm of it was a great joke. Right. Wear socks. Wear socks and clean underwear. So Rory goes to her professor's office to have a meeting with him. She goes pretending to uh, ask about notes that she can't read her handwriting, but he knows why she's really there. She's really there to find out about what she made on her paper. (laughs) And... Oh, she makes some kind of serial killer joke about her handwriting as she leaves the room. And uh, yeah, um, she said, she says it looks like a serial killer, like she'll, like Charlize Theron. And then she like offhandedly makes like another, another classic Amy Sherman, uh, uh, Palladino judgment, uh, joke, which is because pretty girls like to get fat to win Oscars. I'm just like, oh, I just like picture like this like angry person. <laughs> In a writer's room, being like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking get Charlize Theron. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I think that. Or maybe it was just like, I'm sure in the writer's room, was like, Haha, that's funny. And then continue writing. But to me, it's just like, oh, that was like an ugly joke. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So he tells Rory that it's like she took information. Like, you know, he's been doing this a long time. He's read a lot of papers. He can tell that she took information from another class and used it as an example in her paper. And that, that just showed she just was not, you know, she didn't have enough time. She's overextended. She's taken too many classes. And she said, but my grandpa took as, you know, this load, the same load. And he said, yeah, this happens to a lot of people. Hmm. You work slower than your grandfather, Rory, is all she heard. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people work at a slower pace. Again, it's like what? Again, like five classes, right? (laughs) To me, I'm just like, yeah, and class a day. I don't understand. Yeah. Oh no, but no, but it doesn't. It depends on the how much preparation you have to have for each class. Yeah, it's like some classes might be bigger than others, but uh, but I mean, I totally understand this. That in the grand scheme of things, this is not a big deal, but to her, in the moment. This is a huge, you know, this is a huge failure. She, you know, she's taken this very personally. This is a big deal. This is, you know, this just, I, I was expect, I was expecting this and my expectations are just, it's just not working out. Yeah, it does suck. I remember, uh, I remember even being, uh, you know, this is probably this, it doesn't apply, but I remember when I was in, uh, like fifth or sixth grade when I was in like elementary school and I was like student of the month, like months on end. And I was just all great grades. And then I went into uh, junior high, what people call middle school these days. And uh, just immediately I was like failing every class. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Oh, wow. I, I, I was great at one point And now <laughs> what yeah. happened to me? Well, like, well, like she was valedictorian at Chilton. That was high school. Yeah. And, and even like with Morgan, Morgan was a great student in high school, but 
when you get to college, it's totally different. Right, right. You know, Rory's just one of thousands of valedictorians there at mm-hmm. Yale. Uh, okay, let me summarize all this next great drama-ness. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, uh, Lorelai's hair disaster is Emily's fault uh, because uh, Lorelai didn't have proper enough, t- enough time to uh, prepare for Trix's visit, obviously. Uh, and then we talk about, uh, you know, Trix says that Rory has quite a legacy to live up to. Um, mm-hmm. My next note is that uh, Richard has a mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Trix, like, it's it's even more, like, she's even more obnoxious than she usually is. Like, she's just mm-hmm. on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. She gets on Jason for bringing a gift. She gets on Lorelai oh, for her yeah. cell phone. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, she can't be pleased. Like, nope. Jason could not have been nicer, more polite, and he also was thoughtful enough to bring, like, the best gift that she could be given, a, a, a book about French antiques mm-hmm. that she likes. Like, he, you can't win with this woman. No. And meanwhile, she's just bitching left and right about how long it takes for lunch to arrive. Um, mm-hmm. oh, oh, she says, Richard, you're growing a mustache. And Emily says, yes, his Ferrari will be here on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like he's going through a midlife crisis. Midlife crisis yeah. Uh, so Jason and Lorelai escaped to Richard's office, like for a moment. It was weird. It was like, let's mm-hmm. just have a quick scene inside Richard's office where Jason has to gets to admire uh, Richard's globe and gets a crack off about trick tricks being scarier than uh, Nick Nolte's mugshot. Mug um, Oh, uh, Trix gets another great one off. Uh, like since you're sh- since, since uh, the person preparing your food is probably in the middle of a crossword right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Trix notices in Lorelai's eyes that Lorelai is in financial trouble and gets on Richard about how he could possibly let this happen. Not 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 because like this is Lorelai and this is your granddaughter. You should love her and take care of her. No. This is the family's reputation. Lorelai carries the name Gilmore, and if Lorelai fails, the family fails. There's a stain on their family. It's just like, ugh, gross. And then Mm -hmm. Trix reveals that she once bailed out Richard, and this really pisses Richard off. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Well, because, you know, people want to think they're mm self-made. They don't want to, uh, you know, they don't want to admit that they got any help at all from somebody else that... And it was like two months that Trix had to wait for the money. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I noticed that Emily lets, gets a little smile in when Richard finally yells at his mother. Yeah. And, Emily is enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And Trix leaves. I wonder if we'll ever see her again. <laughs> huh. Uh, all right. So, oh, sorry. Okay. Trigger. So <laughs> at, the, at the end, it's like late. Rory, because Rory is calling her mother. But she can't get her mother on the phone. So she goes to the inn looking for Lorelai. She finds Dean there. And, uh, you know, she starts breaking down about <sighs> having to drop the class, that she's a failure. And he's being so nice. She was like, why are you being nice to me? I was horrible to you. You married yeah. somebody nice. And, you know, you shouldn't have to be nice to me. And she just she's just breaking down crying in his arms. 
and he is loving it. <laughs> you think he's loving it? I think I, I he's definitely he does put his arm. He around feels her. torn. He feels he feels guilty. I'm sure. Yeah, feels like this is not right. But I have to comfort her. Right. Rory also says, "I need my mommy." <laughs> <laughs> and if you thought that was heartbreaking, then Lorelai goes to Luke, and uh, by the way, Luke looking good, brother. Like he's just oh like, yeah, oh, fancy dinner. All right, <laughs> Lorelai, uh, take off my hat, put on a jacket. Yeah, and you know I'm I'm gonna pretend it was a pain in the ass at first, but uh, you know I t- he, it's like he took some time with that out- with that uh, outfit and, and his hair and I don't know. Um, so uh, Lorelai says, you know, every once in a while she wishes she was married, um, because she yeah. loves her freedom, but uh, you know. Sometimes she just needs that support, and now, of course, Rory yes. out of the house. It's uh, it's even worse. She doesn't have anybody. Yeah, she feels on her own by herself. And so, if you thought Rory's breakdown was sad, then Lo- Lorelai crying is just like even worse. It's like I don't know. Yeah, she was like, I, I was going to ask you for thirty thousand like dollars. I know it was odd to see her just like losing it out of control. So dual nervous breakdowns and then they go back and they listen to messages from each other and uh, uh, they, they the both both the messages don't mention the the anguish that they're in uh, they they yeah. just kind of sound tired <laughs> mm-hmm. they pretend like everything's fine yeah boom seen in them all seen in them all uh. Oh, okay. So Lorelai comes into the diner and Luke says, you know, are you okay? Oh, after my breakdown in the park. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Can I bring my laptop in here? Uh, she's going to hook it up to a fax line that she insisted that he put in. Uh, and he he knew he was never going to get a fax machine to take fax orders. But uh, she stretches a cord across right. the uh you know, to to hook up her laptop, she's got to email Rory. Her and e- her and Rory are emailing each other back and forth. It's like Dickens. It's like the time of Dickens. Uh, oh, Kirk comes. Let me tell you about this part. Kirk comes in with a bag, and Luke says, "Is that your gay bag?" Gay bag. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> My, how things have changed. Things uh-huh. have changed so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, Kirk's having to take care of Lulu's dog because she's out of town with her girlfriends. And he says uh, that he called the the uh, hotel and you know made sure that there was a reservation. <laughs> and yeah. then Luke, Luke starts giving him a hard time. Yeah, the, all, the, the names. all the names that could be that could be male names. Can I say I'm so glad that that Luke didn't say the name Robin because I would have been like, shut <laughs> up, Luke. <laughs> Like that's two for two, buddy. You're not doing good this episode, but luckily I didn't hear my name. Also, yes, uh, I noted Lori Lorelai's got big curly hair in this. Yeah, like, she, big she hair. get she get that haircut yet? Or? Yeah, her hair's like really long. Yeah. Um, Lori's been uh, Lori. Rory's been sick, and uh, <laughs> oh wait a minute, is this your scene? Taking your scene? You're taking my scene. And this is a big one. This is a very current scene. <laughs> Paris is paranoid about germs. That's a huge note I wrote. And I also wrote in caps, I'm not getting sick, says says Paris. And she's like spraying 
uh, was it deodorant? Lysol. No, she sprayed sprayed deodorant onto the doorknob and realized this is deodorant. She's got to get the Lysol or something like that. I don't know. And uh, uh, and that's when uh, Lane Lane calls and uh, says she's got a new apartment. In in fact, she's got gas. gas. (laughs) (laughs) And so, meanwhile, uh, Paris is then lighting and lighting a a lighter underneath the doorknob, saying "Fire kills germs." (laughs) So, uh, Uh, get your get your bics out, everybody, and take care of that uh, good old COVID nineteen. Yeah. Uh, Luke slides Lorelai a check for thirty thousand dollars. Oh, this is sweet. Yeah, she was like, what role does Nicole play? Like, do I need to thank Nicole? Do I need to, you know? (laughs) He says, don't worry, you won't see her. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're broke up? Or does that mean I'm going to make sure you don't see her? I'm going (laughs) to keep you and her separate. She's in the basement dead. That's what it means. <laughs> no, no, uh, we see her. We see her in the next episode, I believe. But uh, yeah, it's it's just weird. It's another. And also, you know, earlier I'm 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 wondering where's Lulu? Like they had a date, and we hear about her now. <laughs> we don't. We never see Lulu. What is Kirk done with Lulu? I think she comes back. That's good. She came back like in the next episode after the date, and that's all we've seen of her. We've just heard about her ever since. Uh, but anyway, whatever. This scene is so sweet. Um, they they do the um, repayment plan, and Lorelai is just insisting on it, doing it on a napkin, and uh, just again making him look again and again, and then finally she writes thank you on it, and it, and he's just like you're welcome. And uh, this is when I wrote down, "Ah, Lukeli, or is it Laura Luke? Like, what? It, what's the what's the shipper name? What do we got to? What do we have to? We have, I mean, it's we're four seasons in. We have to have the shipper name already, right? I don't know. I think this was pre-shipper name. I know, but we're talking about it post. I, I, what do you like know. better, Lukeli or Laura Luke? <laughs> I think Laura Luke. Really Neither one. Up. No, no, no. I mean, it's either that or like Gildanes, <laughs> Dane Moore. <laughs> That doesn't work. Laura Luke. Laura Luke. Laura Luke. Laura Luke yeah. it is. I'll forget about it next time because next time will be, I don't know, in the fall. I don't even know. Oh, God. As soon as we get done talking about the Gilmore Girls, we have to deal with reality again, just so you know, Steph. Uh, I know. I got to run to the pharmacy. Yeah. What does this mean? What's the next scene? Go. Well, Emily is talking about uh, how about her burning loins. <laughs> And Lorelai's oh. having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, autocorrect. Burning alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she says uh, Lorelai needs to update her wardrobe. Yep. And Richard is insinuating that Emily is shopping a lot. Yeah. I mean, really, women be shopping. Yeah, but it, he seems to be saying that she's shopping more than usual. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're setting up things that are happening later in the episode. Also, uh, Richard says uh, he's going to this restaurant with uh, Jason, or he went, and he, that's where he saw Moby. I'm wondering if this is a Ted Koppel rest- restaurant. It's, it sure sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that if it was the same one. Um, and Lorelai, they're going to a restaurant because the loin got burned. So they're going to a restaurant, and Lorelai says, well, wait, we have to wait on Rory. And R- Emily says... She's sick. Didn't you know I told her to stay home, stay at her apartment, stay at her dorm? 
Now, and if Lorelei, this was Emily oh, behavior, okay, pretends like yeah. If this was mm-hmm. Emily behavior, Lorelai would then be like, you know, super pissed at Emily for knowing <laughs> that Rory was sick and she didn't know. But this is not Emily behavior. This is Lorelai. Lorelai's just upset. She does, she's not in touch with Rory as, as much as she should be. Um, I mean, she's a little bothered that Emily knows, but I don't think she's that bothered. Yeah, know. she's more embarrassed that Embarrass- she yeah. d- didn't know. And so she goes home and she's she rereads the emails that her and that Rory <laughs> sent her uh, looking for evidence of the, how should she have known that Rory was sick. And she said, uh, you added one of those obnoxious hieroglyphs. <laughs> and Rory says, well, you know, that's a typo. I don't use those cutesy symbols. <laughs> like we didn't even have a word for emojis back Emoji, then. Emoji, I know, right? I do like that the idea of calling them obnoxious hieroglyphics, though. That's that's really funny. But it, it, it's so weird for Lorelai to say that. That sounds like an Emily thing. Like I would, like I would a, a, yeah, I would picture Lorelai wearing like a, a a t shirt with like a big winky face on it, you know. And uh, I, I would I would picture Lorelai embracing uh, emojis. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But this was before. This was like the dawn of emojis before we even – before it entered our lexicon. Ah. Uh, oh, this is where oh, uh, Lorelai says, you know, do you even look the same? And Roy says, hold on. I'm, let me scratch my uh, – my nose ring is itching. <laughs> yes. Well, she's so sick that it sounds like she could have something blocking her her nasal passages. So who knows? She could pull, mm-hmm. she could pull off saying that. Or tricking that. All right, whatever. Kirk is a dog walker now, and it's adorable. There's so many adorable dogs. Yeah. Uh, And and it's like – and I love the end of the scene where Kirk is being leaped on by the big poodle, and Kirk is just like smiling and laughing. And I'm like, is that just Sean Gunn, like not be able to control himself, the the cuteness of these dogs? Um, But there is a disturbing game he's playing, which is – Leaving a dog and letting it find them, playing tracker. Yeah, it could get run over. Like, why? Ha- if you if you don't have all of those dogs on a leash, don't have any of those dogs on a leash. Oh, like, and this little stop. little tiny dog just crossing the road. I'm just like, oh my god, please! I mean, thank God there's a red light there somewhere. <laughs> well, and the speed limit is 15. That's true. That's <laughs> or true. 10. A is dog can 10? outpace that. Oh, I think it was like 12. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 12. Mm. <laughs> uh. Oh wait, it's your turn. <laughs> so, so uh, Rory goes to the inn to find uh, Lorelai, and she's wearing a, a rose on her lapel. And Tom asks about it, and she says, "So it's we're, you know, so we'll recognize each other." He said, "So it's a girl thing." She said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And then she asks Dean for his autograph because <laughs> you look like the village people. Right, right. Awkward. I just wrote down awkward post nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to come up with something funny mm-hmm. to distract. Uh, Lin- Lindsay and her mom come in with a huge picnic basket, mm-hmm. and uh, <sighs> Lindsay doesn't know how to cook. And her mother says something like, "Don't make that same mistake with your little ones," making it sound like they're about to have a baby. Yeah. And so Rory looks at Dean and is like, are you pregnant? He was like, no. <laughs> Ugh. That, she's going to have to break them up soon. This is this is getting a little bit – this is just marriage is going on a, way, a little bit too long. 
Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay's mom calls him our Dino. <laughs> That's right. Dino. Uh. Okay. So, uh, is it your turn? Oh, I the last the last thing I did, I took a note about. Uh, well, two. The, uh, number one is uh, the the food's bad. Lindsay can't cook. Uh, <laughs> that they bring, and uh, this whole scene where uh, this whole p- part where Lorelai pretends that this like you know very uh, hairy looking worker uh, is Rory. Oh, and I'm just yeah. like that's funny, but I'm also like like this. Imagine this worker being like, "Oh, great, I get to be a part of this comedy routine right now." Like I'm just here to do <laughs> yeah. a job. I'm not even getting yeah. paid for it, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully he's getting paid yeah. for it by this point. Um, yeah, like, yeah, so got, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, uh, I'm just, just leave me alone, woman. I'm just doing my job. Uh, bouncy xylophone, arm in arm. Yes, we're at the mall. Which this looks like a middle of the road mall. It needed to be an upscale. Well, uh, which uh, that uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. All right, you go. Oh. um... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We go right back to Lane after we see them all. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lane. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Lane goes to pack her stuff up. We meet uh, Aunt June and Cousin Christine, who are basically mirror images of Mrs. Kim and Lane. Uh, mm-hmm. Because as soon as they get into the bedroom, uh, Christine is super Gabby. And she mm-hmm. – like I could not keep up. I, the last thing I wrote about her talking was – she said the floorboards are so Hogan's Heroes. And I was like, that child watches Hogan's – of course she watches Hogan's Heroes. The fork thing can probably only watch TV Land. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Lane just like loses it. She's like, I am not going to be your mentor. <laughs> and then they go back downstairs. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, just you saying, you know, are you getting married? I can't believe a, a, a Kim is moving out and not getting married. Do you, mm. Can you drive? I can't wait to drive. Da, 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 da. Oh, you got all that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back down the stairs and gosh, Aunt June, super cold. Step away from yeah. Lane, Christine. Yeah, like don't let Lane rub off on you, Christine. Mm. And there's just like one more look between Lane and Mrs. Kim and then she leaves and you know, I was just like, damn it, Mrs. Kim. Like this is all on her at this point, I I feel. <sighs> What is Lane supposed to do? Just yeah, move back but, in and, and listen to her roles as, as an adult? <laughs> like, okay, so that she's moved out. Okay, time to readjust the relationship. Now, uh-huh. you know, sorry, she's not going to live on your roof and listen to your and listen to your rules. This is the new relationship that you have you have created. You have you uh-huh. have enacted. So now, what? You're just never going to talk to your daughter again? I, I, I it really pisses me off because I like Mrs. Kim and I don't want her to do this. Yes, but of I mean, I don't know about this part, but since Mrs. Kim, like yeah. what can we can't expect Mrs. Kim to say, "Oh, I'm oh, you're right, Lane. I'll listen to you from now on." Like, no. She doesn't have to. She can just be like, "How are you? Are you okay? Do you need anything?" Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, anything. That's true. Not just that's sit right. there and be like, like, I'm sorry, my sister talks to my kid like that. I'd I'd be pissed, you know? And I'd be like, all right, you know, or whatever. And I'd, I'd either not have her be a part of that or I would tell my sister off and <laughs> talk to my child. I don't know. Um, yeah. All like, right. Like so back at the mall, like she's a bad influence. Yeah. So back at the mall, Lorelai and Rory have decided because – 
because this whole time they're like, oh, remember this jacket that you like? Make a mental note. Come back and get it when you have the money. Right. And so they start off that this is okay, that we're just window shopping because we're skimped. Skint. British term. And uh, skint. Yeah, skint. Yep. And then they decide this sucks. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like this. I hate, like, I hate watching these, these remodeling shows or the Food Network. If I can't have these gorgeous countertops, then I don't want to look at them. If I can't hey. have this amazing looking dessert, I don't want to look at it. If I can't have it, I don't want to see it. So, exactly. yeah, going window shopping is no fun. It's no bueno. That's why I'm done watching the Utopia of Gilmore Girls so, for a while. <laughs> I can't have Stars Hollow in my life, or I can't live a life, a small town life like Stars Hollow. At the deal, like, gosh. Can you imagine? Or it's a like, festival every week. Yes. Can you imagine the coronavirus episode of Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Where they're all like shut in and then like Kirk is just like losing his mind. Uh, Taylor obviously would be losing his mind. Paris would be losing her mind. Um, Luke would not care. He'd just be like out there breathing in the open air. Like, yes, this will it's not like, hurt me. Leave me alone, people. Yeah. I'm happy. Yep. Michelle would be bothered. Um yeah, but we'd have, uh, we'd have we'd just have a bottle episode of Lorelai and Rory just sitting in the house together, babbling back and forth. Anyway, but it would be a bottle episode because it would be over. The coronavirus would be over by the end of the episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, much like window okay, shopping, so coronavirus in the, in the sucks. <laughs> yes. In the okay, mall. so they're not enjoying this window shopping. Yes, and they see Emily and Lorelai tries to hide. <laughs> Lorelai. You know, it's funny. I saw the escalator as the, that that little scene on the escalator as a GIF. Uh, I came across it like doing, while doing Google image searches for stuff to put up on our website, and uh, I was just like, I can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see that episode. Just the them covering their eyes, going down one way, and then all of a sudden you see in the background Emily like whirling around, being like, "Hey, <laughs> go down, yeah, then meet me up here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was like, meet me up here. And Lorelai turns around and starts walking up the escalator. No, go down and meet me up here. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, come on, we're going shopping. And uh, mm -hmm. this is, this is, uh, this is going to be amazing at first. Uh, okay. Uh, so we go to the, the new apartment where Lane mm -hmm. realizes there is no kitchen stuff, no curtains, no towels, but they do have three stereos and a dead something in that cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like she was so excited, you know, I've got my own apartment. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I have no money and we need like everything. Yeah. I remember but having it was this really kind of sweet thing. where Brian, Brian and Zach are like fighting over their, their, uh, Shelf. Yep. And where are they like, going to put the Funko Pops? Shelf, Lane, this is your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, Futurama yeah. figurines, and she's like so touched that they thought of her and they saved her a a shelf as she mm -hmm. hugs them. And they were like, "Oh, we saved you a shelf in the bathroom too. But you don't have to ask for that." Now you never had an apartment on your own, right? You you married Ed like right out of high school. No, oh, I've did? been. Uh, no, uh, I've been married since I was a child. <laughs> I had, I remember in my first apartment, I had uh, Looney Tunes bed sheets as uh, curtains in my living room because I realized after moving in, <gasps> a, I didn't have money for curtains. B, 
I didn't know where to get curtains. <laughs> that wasn't like a fancy <laughs> place. <laughs> and see, I had these Looney Tunes uh, uh, bed sheets that I definitely wasn't going to put on my uh, on my you know the man the man's bed that I was hoping to bring some uh, some ladies home to. <laughs> so I hung those up in my uh, in my uh, windows. Uh, I mean, you know, as my child, like I hope you know you don't want your child to live in like abject poverty or whatever. Right. But I look forward to one day when my child is able to get her own place and you know and but also like living like that like builds character. It's experience, you know, it's an experience that you live through and it's it's not the end of the world if you don't have curtains, you know. Right. <laughs> Make you realize what's important. Mhm. Yeah, I also had friends you, that were uh, like, you know, uh, around my same age or like younger than me and uh they would co- they would come over to my apartment because it was a cool place to be because there's no parents there but they also <laughs> like would like grab stuff from their parents house like all oh, these old plates my parents don't need them anymore you can have them oh, <laughs> so that's i would nice. get i would get stocked up by like stuff that would probably end up in a tag sale <laughs> yeah that was nice that they thought about you yeah all right. Uh, where are we? Personal shopper. Uh huh. It's your turn. It's your turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> Talk about shopping. Okay. See, this is where I'm saying this needs to be like an upscale mall, like a ritzy, fancy. Like this is just a middle of the line mall. Yeah. Why would Emily In go our, here? Yeah, Emily would not shop here. Uh, the mall, really? Rory and Lorelai would shop here at a <laughs> yeah. Plain Jane mall. But, you know, Emily would shop where she would shop at, you know, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus. I don't yeah. know these Nordstrom's. I don't know these. I don't know these department stores. I don't I don't have all this money. Well, if you know, anything, she at, they would be they're on the ends of malls like they're the biggest part of any of the any of the malls that they're in. So why would she be out wandering outside those stores into the, the rabble that is <laughs> that is. Uh, yes. Orange Julius right. out there or whatever. <laughs> yes. Emily would not be in that part. She would she would enter the Bloomingdale's or the I, I don't know. I can't even think of upscale department stores. She would enter that store and she would leave. Like she said, when they take her to the food court, she would go shopping and she would leave and go to a restaurant. Right. Where waiters place your napkin on your lap for you. Right. But it is like Lorelai and Rory were expecting like window shopping to be like an old timey movie. But at first, this is very much like an old timey movie. Lots of old timey movies uh-huh. you would see people just going to places and shopping and calling on like just people in little tuxes and little outfits yes. to come up and wait Telling on them. Telling them what they want. Yes. Yeah. I want this. I want four of those. Wrap them up. Wrap them up. Yep. Wrap it up. We, well, this, this is not for sale. Everything's for sale. Wrap it up. Yep. And yeah, I, I was like, okay, so she's she's upset, but she's getting a little getting a little out of her system and is going to take care of the girls. You know, she's opening her heart. But then when she starts saying, "Start picking everything, anything," it's on your father. <laughs> I was it's like, "It's on your father. Charge oh, it to your no. father." Oh, she's trying to punish Richard. Yep, yep. And so Lorelai ends and, up with uh, like so a. So she finds Rory these hats. Yeah, diamond watch. And Manola then, blanks. Yeah, she, yeah, she wants to buy. Yeah, she wants to buy Lorelai a damn watch. And Lorelai <laughs> says, "Can I return the damn watch if I need to?" <laughs> yeah, Manola Blanks. Vera Wang wedding yeah. dress. Uh, yeah, she bought you a wedding dress when you weren't looking. It was Vera Wang. <laughs> and 
uh, Emily is angry. Yeah. She gets angry. And she starts saying something about his mustache and penniling lot. And so they take her to the food court for her to eat and to calm down. And she, oh, she starts admiring Lorelai's life. That, you know, you're a take charge, you're handling business. And she said, well, you know, I learned from you, Mom. You handle things. You know, you coordinate things. She said, yeah, but it's it's different. It's for charity. It's I, I'm, I, I uh, boss around sl- uh, slaves. Servants. Sorry, I mentioned. Uh, I watch. What did I watch? Are you letting your... your I watched Harriet last night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, see, I oh, so, also uh, love uh, the, the food court where, like... Like, it's like, oh, God, here they go. You know, Lorelai and Rory are like, oh, it's smorgasbord time. You know, <laughs> like a guy yeah. literally has to help carry over all the food. And Lorelai says, it, Emily's like, where do I start? She's, Lorelai's like, start at the top and stop when you hit table. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how do they eat that much? That's just not realistic at all. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think Emily is uh, realizing that. She has. She doesn't have a doesn't have meaning in her life. Yeah. Like Richard has purpose at work, and Lorelai has the inn, and Rory has school, but Emily doesn't have a purpose. Oh, I you know she doesn't have a job. She does. She hosts. She organizes charity events and you know fundraisers and uh, I don't know. She like shops and <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't have like a job. Um, and she's hardly, she can hardly even manage her, her daughter or her granddaughter (laughs) much more than they'll allow her to. So yeah, she, she is, she's, she's not finding much meaning in what's happening presently. I mean, and and unfortunately Richard is just, I think spending a lot of time away from home. So Mm -hmm. this is not good. Um, yeah. Uh, so we go back to Stars Hollow and Kirk is putting up posters and we're like, oh God, did he lose a dog? <laughs> we also find out Stars Hollow has an arcade and Dean oh, is there yeah. a lot. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Dean, Dean loses his train of thought when he sees, uh, he sees Rory outside. Mm-hmm. And Luke realizes it, that he gets distracted. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the spoiled rotten Rory and Lorelai are talking about the items that they get are worthless rich people stuff. Uh, the one thing that was of value to them was the free tote bag. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna they're they're yeah they're trying to decide what to keep and what to take back. Right. Because right. Lorelai knows that this is a trap. It's a it's just like the loan. It's something to that's going to be held over their heads. Mm-hmm. They can't keep this stuff. So, yeah, it turns out that Kirk didn't lose a dog. He gained a dog. <laughs> he picked up a dog that wasn't his. <laughs> and then he's saying, like, random sounds to the dog to see if it reacts to, like, what might sound like its name. And, uh, yeah, Rory is very worried about Emily and Richard. Yeah, well, Emily and Richard, will Grandma and Grandpa be okay? Oh, they'll be fine. Hmm. And then the next scene, they're eating dinner together, and they're not fine. Nope. Nope, and Richard is just so freaking ignorant, and it goes into the it goes into the the, the first scene of the next episode, uh, raining Lorelai, um, and uh, because Emily's friend Sweetie's died, and we have this whole funny thing where Lorelai wants to know why she's called Sweetie, and there's got to be a reason. Emily makes up this gigantic story, <laughs> um, but 
Richard is just like I, he's he's basically got business golf like, and he and he and he is like he he doesn't exactly like like ask her, he like he asks her to like basically do I have to be there you know are you going to need me there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. What, figures that she would just tell him if she needed needed him there, which is is rational but it's also like not very it's not very caring <laughs> he. I, I understand that the, that maybe Emily should say something like I'm going to need, but also if Richard was just observant in the least, he would see that Emily has heard about this and uh, it hurts her more to even ask that. So mm-hmm. yeah, not happy with Richard, not happy with Richard again. All right. Yeah. The next day at the diner, Kirk says his eggs smell funny. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, and he uh, he says, did you cook my eggs in the pan that you cooked the fish in? No, that's crazy. And then they see they're watching Luke and Nicole have an argument or a very animated discussion. And Luke tries to read their lips. You mean Kirk? And it's, he's, you know, he's, yes, Kirk tries to read Luke and Nicole's lips. <laughs> and he just, he's not getting it right. But he's pretty, he's, you know, so confident in the, you know, that he's. And then uh, Lane says, oh, Kirk, I'm sorry we accidentally cooked your eggs in the same pan we cooked the fish. And he was like, why do people in this town act like I'm crazy? (laughs) He knows what he's talking about. Right. Uh, The next scene, Jonathan makes a lot of shattered glass references. And uh, really, it's just because nobody's taking the paper seriously. Uh, Yeah, it's like, oh, everybody's on, you know, pins and needles about plagiarism. Right. No, it's just it's just him being petty. Yeah, your turn. <laughs> uh, I think we have another delay. Do you want to oh, do you want to try hanging up and coming back again? Nah, I think it's okay. Oh, no, I'm, okay. I'm having a delay in my brain. It's oh, my okay. brain delay. Uh, but and then Glenn <laughs> makes that joke about how oh for the month for a whole month he was on me and now you, he's on you. Mm. You know, Glenn's glad to get Dole off his back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, where are we at? Uh, so we're at Suki's house. We're having a, a meeting about the inn. Suki, Lorelai, and Michelle. And Michelle's trying to record the Westminster Dog Show right. because he loves Chow's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, we're, we're considering uh, getting calls- rid of uh, uh, Cable. And uh, uh, uh-huh. that's the one thing that I think I'll miss is being able to like kick back after the Thanksgiving Day Parade and watch uh, the dog show. Because I know I can at least watch the Thanksgiving Parade, probably like a live streaming kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I don't know about the dog show. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing that that's the one thing that you'll miss. <laughs> Yeah, the dog show, like the dog show, like you have to think about the live events, the, the things that, that, you know, you can't just watch the next day on Hulu or things that if uh-huh. you did watch the next day on Hulu or wherever, like it's just not as fun. Like, yeah, like award shows or yeah, uh, the the American Musical, the Grammys or whatever, right. these live things that you watch as a community. Right, right. And I find that there's the less Oscars. and less of that. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, in this day of streaming. But so really, right. it's like the dog show, the the Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, the Super Bowl. Those are like the last few that are left. And the Oscars, of course, yeah, uh huh, or something like the debates or some some kind of big political Ugh. thing happening that everybody so is responding that. to on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, just a pick a freaking so. winner already, and let's just deal with whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Trix is dead. Yeah. Oh, Ding dong. And- Richard is not taking it well, and he keeps talking about this turtleneck soup. I have no <laughs> idea what this turtleneck soup is. And so Suki decides that it's mock turtle soup. Right. And Gran had these very specific instructions for a funeral, and Emily is in charge of handling the, the funeral. Because Richard in his office. Hello. Shoot. Uh-oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, Emily, Emily is, uh, calling around looking for this retired minister who's moved to Florida. Yep. Lorelai, oh, am I stepping on your scene? Sorry. I mean, uh, yeah, my, my thing is, uh, oh yeah. Michelle offers a hug to, to Lorelai and, uh, and it's just like, it's 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 really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Just don't ever do this again or something like that. Uh, so Lorelai brings Uh, the soup to Richard who uh, is just now? It's like I mean, this is not this is no different than when she was alive. But really, it's like really laying it on how she was a saint, how everything in her life was a battle, and no one no one was as strong as her. But is really guilty because the last time they talked was the argument over you know tricks loaning him money and he paid it back in two months, and you know he's still hearing about that, you know. And uh, then Richard just finishes it off with just like, Lorelai, you only have one set of parents. Remember that. I forgot and I have to live with that the rest of my life. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like you worshipped her. What are you talking about? Like she knew you loved her. <laughs> you just kind of you, – you said something that upset her. But she was acting like such a jerk that night that she deserved to get yelled at. So yeah, to everybody. Okay. Yeah. And so he was like – he put he put her back up on her pedestal again. Yeah. Oh, she's a saint. Yeah. She doesn't do anything wrong. Even though she was a nasty, negative, <laughs> I mean, insulting lady. Mm-hmm. Like she, she was awful. Awful. Just because she was your mother doesn't mean she was a saint. And so Emily is super stressed because of the arrangements that Tricks set up for um, for them to take care of are twenty years old. And she's she's having trouble with it. And Richard comes storming out because the obituary was very, very short. And there's no details about all the great things that she did for the uh, the people of Hartford the six months that she was here. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Emily, there's something about these bar glasses. She wants to, uh, to hide them because a, a relative of... <laughs> <laughs> Richards takes the bar glasses. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, that's uh, that's when they're sorting things out. But first is uh, Lorelai calling, telling, breaks the news to Rory, and Rory's sad that she it doesn't isn't crying. It's like yeah, yeah, she feels guilty that she's not sad. And it's really, I think it's more guilt that she's worried that she's going to upset Richard than actually mm-hmm. being feeling bad about tricks because f tricks, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Lorelai and Emily are sorting through files and come across, and and then Emily tells Lori Lorelai one of the worst things ever. <laughs> the bloodlines <laughs> were very close. Uh, uh, tricks married her second cousin Charles. Yes, Trick's uh, Grand's maiden name was Gilmore. Hmm. They're very old-fashioned. They wanted to keep the bloodlines close. 
Yes. That's really, that's so gross. Like science people, yeah, science. Science. <laughs> so now, now I'm like, oh, that's what happened to Lorelai. And <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, uh, so Emily comes across a carbon copy of a letter that she wrote to Richard. And it is just, I mean, it's so horrible. It's like, don't marry Emily. And Penelin is better suited. And even this is, then she discovers that this letter is written the day before the wedding. So she's begging um, Richard to leave Emily, like standing at the altar. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really, I I am a fan of drunk Emily this episode, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I am not a fan of how she gets to it because it's like, yeah, how are you surprised by any of this? You are yeah, doing- she's an awful woman. Right. She didn't like you. You had a terrible relationship. Yeah, she hated you. You should, you should be. You should say, "Oh, this makes perfect sense." <laughs> remember that. Remember that one episode that ended like as if Emily and Trix uh, were going to start getting along together. That never happens. And, and and she was even worse when she came back to guess that one last time. <laughs> like, there's no surprise here, and it sucks because it's like. Like Emily shouldn't think that she's doing this for tricks to to pay an, an homage to tricks. She's she should realize that she's doing this for Richard. But then again, mm-hmm. she may also feel like she's you know she she also feels terrible about her and how much Richard appreciates her. So I think underneath all that anger at tricks. Uh, you know, yeah, she's really got Richard a lot. Of, really doesn't she, either. Yeah, she's got anger towards Richard that she's gonna now uh, f- focus on tricks when it's really anger that's supposed to be directed at Richard. Right. And uh, and also, you've been married for like forty years. <laughs> you won. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, as somebody who's been married a long time, a lot of those petty things just fade away and don't matter. Right. Right. When, when you've been married a long, long time, like me. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Who cares what somebody said 40 years ago? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So you don't have a penalin lot in your life? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, my husband was a like a bachelor, like never going to get married. And then he met me. Yeah. And now he couldn't <laughs> live without me. <laughs> and he... Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Where are we at? Rory helping Lorelai. Do you want me to walk us through the rest oh, of this? Okay. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Because I'm lost. I've got so many notes, so I might as well. Uh, uh, so yeah, Lorelai is now by default uh, in charge of the arrangements, and um, and uh, you know Lorelai talks to Rory about about the whole thing and. Wonders for a moment, maybe maybe Trix left that letter there on purpose, and Rory like is upset by this because she doesn't want to think that you know Trix could do anything that cruel, but also that she could end up inheriting something like that could be in the family that kind of cruelty. And then Lorelai's like, "Well, actually, <laughs> here's something about what's in the family," <laughs> and Rory freaks out even more. <laughs> Um, she said, ooh, ooh, our eyes. Could it be that we reason our eyes are like this? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, the, okay, fresh clothing. Okay, so Lorelai's got to make sure Trix is in fresh clothing and she's wondering what the heck fresh clothing is. So, basically, clean clothes, yeah. Um, and Rory, of course, 
offers to help with the obituary, which is like that's perfect. Mm-hmm. She's a writer, mm-hmm. makes sense, and she's got the she's got the uh, the newspaper she can research there. That's uh, yeah, uh, a good resource. I can't think of the word resource. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> so okay. we go to the Gilmore House, and it is swamped with flowers, uh, tons uh-huh. of it. But behind all those flowers is Emily in a robe, smoking and drinking. And uh, I don't know and if reading. I've ever been this that. This fun. I've never been so attracted to Emily until until I saw this. <laughs> I was like, wow, babe, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Drink reading. Drunk drunk reading. That sounds fun. I think I'm going to start that. <laughs> I can't. Like, you can't focus your time. eyes on, on, on the words. How How could you possibly do that? <laughs> Maybe looking at magazines. Uh, then Sookie shows up, uh, or Sookie's there with Lorelai, and I love how I love Emily and Sookie's relationship because she's always super nice to Sookie. And here it's just like, "Hey, Sookie, like you want a cigarette?" <laughs> and Sookie's like, "No, no, thank you." And she's like, "Well, more for me." And Sookie's like, "I think she's broken." <laughs> so funny. And then Jason comes over. And uh, Richard just embraces him like the son he wishes he had, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and it's very disturbing Jason to Jason. Is not, yeah, he's not good at comforting. He's not good at funerals. Don't expect him to be at the funeral. Also, to be hugged by a grown man in a robe is just a little... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Your father loves that boy. You know who else would love that boy? Penel and Lot. Yes. Be sure to thank Penel and Lot for being Penel and Lot. <laughs> Yeah, I have to write thank you cards. Well, there's some post-it notes in the drawer. <laughs> Why don't you call Pedalin Lot and have her plan the funeral? <laughs> um, oh, another disturbing fact about Jason, or reason why he's disturbed, is because at the age of 10, uh, his family just started dropping like flies. So he went to a lot of funerals when he was 10 years old. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Rory is enjoying doing the obituary research, but Jonathan is not happy about her working on personal stuff until he finds out that it's about her grandmother. And then he's not happy because she's like lied to make it like it's actually great grandmother. And anyway, Jonathan has a heart here and and really is just dealing with the recent death of his own grandmother. So he lets her finish and uh, and then yells at the other guy and, re- and the other guy realizes that uh, it's it's her it's his turn again to take the abuse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dole's grandmother smelled like coffee, and so it was bad because his girlfriend was a barista, so he had to break up with her. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, this is a comedic scene where Luke and Nicole are having an argument upstairs and the entire diner is being quiet and listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bunch of nosy Nellies. And then uh, Miss Patty comes in. She's immediately shushed <laughs> by everybody. And the fight goes down the stairs and spills outside until they really just have nothing left to say to each other. And um, and Luke mentions the place that they live is our place. And Nicole thinks that's that's funny. Mm-hmm. He would call it that. Uh, so Lorelai and Rory go to the Gilmore's to pick them up to go to the funeral, and Richard's barefoot, and Emily <laughs> is still drunk reading. <laughs> <laughs> she learned how to make mojitos today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She's also, oh yeah, the book is about a Victorian prostitute. <laughs> uh, then oh yeah, Lorelai uh, 
realizes she forgot to mention she forgot to get Grant some underwear and uh mm-hmm. and uh I then says she's not comfortable with Grant being uh cremated uh commando and I just was immediately like just I wrote I, I put in capital letters uh the word the the letters N and then just a lot of O's because the <laughs> like there's so many underwear comments that Lorelai makes that I'm like yeah when she made that comment I was like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah Picturing Graham in her underwear, and uh, yeah, or without uh, the underwear, quite honestly, it was even more yeah. scary. So we have a we have another uh, scene at a mall, <laughs> which is yeah, it, breaking I down think the underwear store. It was supposed to be kind of like Victoria's Secret with the like pink striped walls. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible scene. It was not funny. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't dramatic. I don't know what it was, but it was. Yeah, Lorelai breaking down because she couldn't decide what fresh clothes meant, and she mm-hmm. couldn't decide what size Grandma Gran wore and or what she would like uh, because she wore she didn't know what size she was because she wore big clothes. It was you know who knows what's going on under there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you know just, it was uh, I don't know just babbling. Yeah, it just served a purpose as uh, you know Lorelai is eventually going to have to vent to somebody. And uh, she just goes off on this mm-hmm. underwear lady, and it you know I mean yeah it definitely I just wrote down Lorelai starts breaking down buying underwear that's that's the only comment I had yeah. in my notes so. she's, yeah she finally decides you know she's dead she does she's not going to care if yeah. she's cared enough she'd come back from the dead and see what le- what mess she left behind right right so she's. So Lorelai's mad at Gran for leaving and Emily and Richard being nutty as yeah. a fruitcake. They're mm-hmm. just cuckoo right now. Yeah, she should take uh, take into account you know, the, the how, how cuckoo that uh, a parent can drive a child and how the child can either get past it or uh, or let it bother them their entire life, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she should learn from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sweet Rory taking care of Grandpa's bow tie. Just... I love mm-hmm. her, and uh, yeah, and the whole I'm, you know, uh, I can do the eulogy for you, Grandpa, and he's like, oh no, I've, you know, I've got it, and she's like, you know, if you can't do it, I got you, Grandpa, you know, like I got your back. I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my God, what a sweet child. I know, and he because he's talking about how when his father died, he wore that suit one time, and he said that he couldn't wear it again, but really yeah. it was because he couldn't stand the sight of it, and he expected the same thing about this suit that yeah. after this funeral he won't want to see this this suit again. Yeah, and we go we we have this lead up with this whole talk about a eulogy, and then the next scene, psych, we don't see it. Of, We're not going to see the of funeral. Of course, we didn't see We're it. We're not going to see the eulogy. No, no, not important, and I guess not. I mean, it would just be like a definitely a, a I don't know. I guess I would have I would have rather seen um, Edward Herman uh, performing a, uh, a eulogy as a devastated son talking about his you know mother and get some reactions from the crowd rather than Lorelai uh, screaming at an underwear girl. Um. <laughs> mm. But uh, we find out that uh, Trix uh, did get uh, well. Well, it turns out she's going to get buried. Um, but her body was dressed with fresh clothes, but also a Hello Kitty bracelet put on by Lorelai. <laughs> and then, then we meet Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. Okay. Gran, uh, otherwise known as Trix, is played by Marion Ross. Marilyn is the Marion Ross I know. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, this is Mrs. Cunningham. This is, 
happy, redheaded, you know, just more lovely. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you knew if that was Mary, if you, if you caught that that was Marion Ross. Oh yeah. Yeah. And not looking like she's 80 years old. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was thinking, Oh, yeah. S- Steph watched happy days when she was a kid. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just love her and I want her to be a uh, part of the show. Um, this is the Marion Ross that I love. I did not like tricks. Um, yeah. But, and the thing about Marilyn, she's telling these stories about tricks but not making her sound like how she comes across to us. Yeah. I guess kind of like how how we discussed in the episode where Luke's uncle died. After they're dead, you talk about them in a good way. Right. Even though she's saying all these terrible things that Trix did and said. But she says them in a, you know, oh, wasn't she fun? Wasn't yeah. she just a spitfire? Wasn't she, you know, just a force of nature? <laughs> Uh, gotta love Rory chatting up this uh, young man and <laughs> Laura uh-huh. walks by second cousin <laughs> and Rory just scrams. <laughs> and when Marilyn meets the reverend, he said, uh, didn't I just bury you? <laughs> oh, oh, when he met oh, when Marilyn introduced Lorelai to the reverend. Yeah. He said, didn't I just bury you? <laughs> and, uh, and Marilyn said, don't you remember me? You married me and my first husband. Yeah. And he doesn't remember. And she was like, it just, it just be easier if you just said you did, you know? Yeah. If you just said you remembered. But, uh, yes, the granddaughter, the reigning Lorelai. So now that, now that Trix is gone, Lorelai is the Lorelai. And the Lorelai that we thought she was in the first place. Yep. And Lorelai checks on checks in on Emily, who immediately says that she can't believe that uh, Lorelai would wear those shoes, and it's like, oh, she's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lorelai was being so sweet, you know, checking on my mom. How are you holding up? I can't believe you wore those shoes to a funeral. And also, like saying, them. like you know, uh, Trix might have written that letter, but Richard picked her, and that's what she should, you know, she should remember. Right. Yeah. So Emily goes to Richard and straightens his tie and, you know, make sure he ate. Yes, there was a, a young man. Every time I looked up, standing there with hors d'oeuvres, I'm sure it was, you know, because of you. Yep. And uh, he was. He said, you know, on second thought, the ledge just doesn't seem wide enough for an urn. Mm. I think she wants to be buried with my dad. So Good. Richard is giving Emily what she wanted. Mm-hmm. An, an urn-free household <laughs> uh rory is feeling sad about gran um but it's also you know making her feel less guilty about <laughs> possibly not feeling sad about gran <laughs> and then there's this whole joke about how lorelei says that uh once you know one of these days uh uh rory's going to be the reigning lorelei and uh that there's a cape involved and rory, rory doesn't want to be the reigning Lorelai because that means uh, Lorelai would be gone and Lorelai says that she wouldn't be gone or something like that. I forgot. Oh, she says, I'll just step down. But first she says, it's more ceremonial these days. You know, at grocery store <laughs> openings. Right. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'll step down. It won't be like a Windsor thing. Yeah. So. <sighs> we did it. <laughs> we got through it all. We did it. Yeah, some downer episodes. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, we're going to follow this with some a downer hiatus. But uh, um, I do plan on being back. Um, we just 
life is a little weird to podcast in right now. Um, it's really yeah. hard. You know, you would think that you would have plenty of time to watch Gilmore Girls yeah. and podcast, you know, since you would be at home and be quarantined in your house mm-hmm. uh, so much. But no, every that means that every part of your life is in that house. Yep. So it's yeah, stressful. I'm working remotely. The children are here all the time. All the time. Children. All the time. We thought maybe, you know, we would be able to be, uh, you know, my my uh, my sister-in-law runs a daycare. We were thinking, well, you know, still family, you know, maybe we can still send the kids there like once a week or something like that as long as there's not, you know, there's only a couple of other kids there or something like that. Nope. She got shut mm-hmm. down, you know, so mm-hmm. there's just nowhere for the kids to go. I mean, and honestly, now it's like, I, you know, it's just getting so bad that I just rather than be here anyway. But yeah, like I said, life mm-hmm. is just way too busy now. And, okay, uh, so when coronavirus is over, yes, here's the here are the episodes. Okay, so this this is season four, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. So we're almost at the at the end of season four. Okay, mm-hmm. girls in bikinis, boys doing the twist. <laughs> uh, wow, this sounds like sounds they go fun. to the beach or something. That would be good. Yeah, spring break maybe. Spring break. Yeah, there you go. It's, just, it's about the it's about the same the right no. time for spring break spring break episode. Yes, April April the thirteenth. Okay. Uh, the next episode is tick 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 boom. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh God. Honestly, I I I'm thinking this is this is um this is Richard and Emily breaking up. That's what I think is happening. Really? Yeah. Breaking up. Richard and Emily breaking up. I. I so you think I, that's the biggest? I mean, I don't see as a, as an explosion. For um, mm-hmm. for uh, like J- like I see Jason and Lorelai being mm-hmm. a, a, a big breakup that could happen at the end of the season, um, but I I think as an explosion, a boom, a tick tick boom, that would definitely be Richard and Emily. Wow. Yeah. Okay. After boom. <laughs> okay, so that's the after. Wow. Oh man, I really want to watch these episodes. Uh, maybe I'll watch them and then watch them again when I have to take notes for them later. <laughs> yeah, and then after Luke boom, can, <laughs> after boom, and then Luke can see her face. It's happening, Steph. It's happening. It's happening, and I can't wait till after all this nonsense goes away and I can finally be right. Luke and Lorelai will finally be together, uh, and life will just be happy again. Our podcast will be back. And, uh, you know, and uh, everything will be great again. Luke and Lorelai will be together. Can't wait. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for uh, listening to us. And, um, you know, we do have an email address. So we have we don't want to wait at gmail.com. We have uh, at we don't want to wait on Twitter. And we also have a Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Dawson's group. If you want to just like send us a message or, you know, uh, see, let us know how you're doing. Are you, are you rewatching? Are you, what, what are you up to? Um, just because the podcast is on hiatus doesn't mean uh, we're out of reach. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Steph, for um, being yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you for, I don't know. Being a friend? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wash your hands, everybody. All right. La, la, la. And don't share, and don't share lies. On, I mean, these people just share lies on Facebook. Like, <laughs> like, or do they think it's funny? Are they like, oh, everybody knows this isn't true? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. No, don't. 
Also, the the virus la, 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 the, the virus does not is not Chinese. <laughs> oh, Racism God. sucks. Okay, la 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 la. Let's go eat some Chinese food. <laughs> that does sound delicious right now. Really, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna make it? 